Are you feeling stuck where you are? Are you feeling like this is not the place where you want to be? Maybe through quarantine, you feel like, oh, I really just want to leave this place. This is already done. How come I'm not there yet? Are you wanting a relationship, perhaps? Or are you wanting to end your relationship, thinking that somewhere else is better? Someone else will be better partner, better suitable for you. If you have thought about this lately, if you think the grass is green or on the other side, then this is the episode for you. Here's a beautiful reflection. I hope you enjoy it and you get tons of value from it. Much love from Istanbul. Greetings from Istanbul, Turkey. It's been 23 days since uh, my partner and I landed here. And today I want to talk about something that I noticed um, since being here, which is the grass is greener syndrome. You see, we spent all quarantine in Malaysia and Kuala Lumpur. And uh, since April, April, May, and June in lockdown, basically, even July. And of course, this has hit everyone worldwide. And the idea of, oh, I don't want to be here was so present. Um, throughout the quarantine, we managed because we both have mindfulness practices that keep us going and that keep us uh, alert and awake as to what we are feeling and what is uh, arising for each of us uh, on a daily basis. However, we both were, uh, for me, I had finished my job as of April and he ended his job in June. And the, the urge became very present, the urge to, okay, what is next? That was the question. Okay, what else? What else? What else? And this chasing the carrot syndrome, which is we felt like, okay, the chapter here is done. And what is the next move? So he decided to go to the States and I was going to, I was planning on going back to Bolivia And an interesting turn of events happened whereby he received information from people living in the U.S., friends of his and whatnot, who said, why are you even thinking? Why are you even considering coming back to the States? Have you not followed what's going on here? Everything from coronavirus and killer bees and I don't know what kind of infestation of plagues and also politics and Trump and elections coming soon. Like, why are you even thinking of coming back? And for me, it was, I was, I was, well, I thought, where else would I go? I didn't want to be bouncing everywhere around Southeast Asia without really having a, a north or a grounded idea as to the next bit of my life. So I was considering going back home. Uh, I haven't been back in three years. And I thought, okay, it's, it's an adequate time. So... After celebrating our anniversary, our one-year anniversary at a beautiful hotel in Kuala Lumpur, that very morning, uh, he woke up after an evening of having an important conversation with one of his mentors and, and dear friends in the U.S. And he said to me, you know, I feel very called to canceling my flight back to the States. Needless to say, I was ecstatic. I was very happy because Uh, to me, I was like, oh, great. I didn't even know what we were going to do, but I just, the initial reaction for me was great. I get to have you near for a little bit longer. And then the plan became, hey, why don't we, 
why don't we travel together? Let's go somewhere together where both our passports are approved and accepted and we get visas and whatnot. So this is how we ended up in, in Istanbul in Turkey. And we arrived at the start of August. And of course, the first few days I was having daily cries at about 5 p.m. because the sunset was so beautiful. And I've never really experienced a place like this where there's such a big walking culture. And both him and I love to walk and just roam about and explore and see the art on the walls, the murals, the expressions of art in music as well, people playing instruments on the streets. So every day was, wow, this is just amazing. This is exactly what we wanted. This is exactly what we asked for. And there was a like an overload of, of the senses, everything we were seeing, everything we were smelling and experiencing throughout our senses, through all our senses, uh, was very heightened. And why I want to talk about this is because it became evident to me as well that even in all the, the greatness and goodness that we have discovered here in our time here in Istanbul, there also is a, a sense, at least for me, that there is really no perfection. There is no one place that has absolutely everything. At least this is how I see it. And the yearning and desire to burn a phase and move on to the next thing. And I, I can't help but think of a conversation I recently had with a friend of mine where she still is living in, in Malaysia. And she was saying to me, oh, my God, I can't wait. I can't wait to leave here. And it's just become so dreadful. And I, I really just want to be out of here and on to the next thing. And I said to her, well, what? assures you that the next thing is going to be the solution to all your problems, you know, because I think that the tendency and here is the reflection that I want to bring to you today. And maybe if you allow yourself, think of the instances in your life where you have wanted so desperately to be done with something and to move on to the next phase. And the more that you want it to be done, the more that you rush it and that you put a time limit to it, the more that it seems to escape you, the more that it feels, why am I still here? Why am I still doing this? Why am I still in this job? Why am I still living in this city, in this country? I, I can't wait to leave. So that's the reflection is, what can you do? What is a, an attitude or a demeanor or a stance in life that you can take that is, that is more mindful? And how can you find gratitude in what you currently have? This is the same for relationships when you arrive at a new place and there is a lot of variety and all of a sudden, maybe the thought comes to you, what if there is something better? Again, chasing the carrot syndrome. What if I start something anew and fresh? And what guarantees to you that you won't find the exact desperation or boredom or being done with in three months or five months or a year or two years? as it has happened with the place where you currently are or the relationship that you currently are in. So the idea behind my sharing today is where in your life are you feeling this grass is greener syndrome, where you think, where there is this illusion that in the future, something that is out of your reach now is the solution to your problems. 
I mentioned this in the recent five-day journey that I had with women from all over the world who were joining. It was a free journey, and we had beautiful discussions and sharings. And because the journey in itself, it was called Live and Let Go, Stop Overthinking Love and Life, it's about the the quest, the rather the the issue that a lot of these women were and are facing is overthinking, is always constantly being in their head, in their mind, and being unable to stop the negative chatter of the mind. Like, this is not good enough. Why are you still here? As I mentioned, all these thoughts that come from the inner critic, being unable to control the thoughts. So, yeah, I mentioned that to them, and we had a, a beautiful and juicy conversation around the topic of chasing the carrot. And similar to Alice in Wonderland, this rabbit who is always fretting because he's out of time, this is a scarcity mindset. It is the idea that things need to happen in a given time frame. Well, guess what? Life doesn't work that way. Life isn't linear. If you are trying to control life and, and box it into your idea of what life should be, and here's an important word, should. Should brings a weight of expectations. Should is a very paralyzing word because it doesn't allow for any other possibility. This should be this way. This shouldn't be this way. If you think of it really, should paralyzes you in that it is just black or white. Either it is or it isn't. Instead, when you when you change the word should for could, you allow for possibilities to happen. And on that line as well, instead of, instead of feeling out of hope, instead of feeling fearful or, or even worse, feeling angry about your current situation, again, situation used in, the term of, in terms of your relationship or it can be a physical space as in the place where you live or also a mental space, a stance that you have in life currently. When you use the word should, it blocks you. It stops you from moving forward. It stops you from seeing any other possibilities that are out there for you. Instead, if you use the word could, you start to see and think in a divergent way that allows for more creativity in your life, where other possibilities become present. And you can then say, oh, actually, I could be angry about this, or I could go for a walk. I could complain about it. Complaining is such a useless tactic because after you complain and you vent out as some people say quote unquote like oh i really just needed to vent thank you and then what once you vent what happens you end up feeling even worse because then you go down the rabbit hole of what wasn't right what isn't right what isn't happening what isn't taking place in accordance to your illusion of how life should should be happening for you so that's a short and sweet reflection. It's been already 10 minutes. Um, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. The idea here, the reflection is, can you realize that the grass isn't always greener on the other side, but rather the invitation is to consider that the grass is greener where you water it. 
So if you put your efforts, your gratitude, your mindfulness practice, your spiritual practice in the present moment, instead of living fast forward into the future, into the idea and the illusion of how life will be so much better once you live in France, once you move back to wherever it is that you think it's better. Every place has its shadow side. Every human has their shadow side as well. And you have your own shadow side as well. So instead of the grass is greener, maybe think the grass is greener where I water it. And then put all your love, your efforts, your gratitude, your mindfulness into being present and into transmuting the energies as they arise, noticing the anger, noticing the frustration, noticing the impotence even. This is such a debilitating feeling as well to feel impotent, like you cannot really do anything about your situation. But it's also a lie because you are always in control. You can always quit your job. Sure, there are implications and there are, uh, if you quit your job, that means that, well, where are you going to get money from? And that becomes a creative endeavor. It becomes a creative process of you to figure out, okay, what are my skills? What are my talents? What's my value to give and offer into this world? And how can I use that? So there's always choice and you are always in control when you stop living in victimhood, when you stop projecting outwardly this idea that somewhere else is the solution to your problems. Someone else, a relationship, a boyfriend, a partnership is the solution to your problems. The solution to your problems is here and now in the way that you think, in the behaviors, in the emotions that you engage in, in the behaviors that you choose to engage in as well. So that's it for today. I love you. I hope you have gotten tons of value from this, even though it's been a short reflection. And I am off now to grab a Turkish coffee with a dear friend of mine. So I will see you on the next episode.